0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap box. Slap
1: box. Welcome to Slapbox Podcast. This is episode four hundred forty four. <laughs> I'm your host, Josh Albrecht. And uh, I'm only going to be in my 30s for a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. yeah. Uh-oh. It's just, it's just, uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. I'm seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, <that's kind laughs> whatever it's way, a light.
1: Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> it's a black light. I see all the it cum is. on the walls and all the uh, all the stains that's everywhere. Happening. I think that's blood. I think that's blood. Watch out for that one. That's
2: blood. It's some type of liquid.
1: Hit it with some like. Denatured alcohol or something, kind of disinfect it.
2: You'll be
0: fine. As long as it's there's really no COVID in it.
1: <laughs> right? I'm not worried about the AIDS so much, just as long as there's no COVID in it. Yeah. Give me the clap and all that. Uh, I think the you look up the numbers, like,
2: Pretty good. from 39 to 40, now you're 600 more times likely to catch get- <laughs> <laughs>
1: A couple oh, days older, and <laughs> you're fucked. <laughs> Still a ways off from my AARP card, though. I don't get the uh, early bird special yet. I'm going to have to wait a few more years. There's. Uh, uh,
2: so I, I had a question for you. Yeah. Non-COVID-related question. <laughs> have you seen or heard, uh, and I've watched the whole thing. Uh, it's it's excellent. The uh, The Lady and the Dale.
1: No, what's the? Is that on Netflix? What is where it's is on? It's so? it,
2: it it's on HBO. Yeah, it's made by the. Uh, oh shit! What's what's their names?
1: The the. Um, I'm looking at the poster.
2: Marijuana has
1: affected my. You don't my memory. say. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh. What kind of car is that behind her? There's it's the a, Dale. It's the Dale. What's what's yeah. the Dale?
2: Well, I mean, you just you'll have to. Okay,
1: this to watch it. this is HBO's synopsis, which I don't think should ruin anything. It <laughs> says uh, from Emmy-winning producers Mark and Jay Duplass. Hey, there we go. That's deal. What I was looking for.
2: Yes, the yes. guys. Uh,
1: beh- uh, Mark Duplass was, of course, one of the guys in the league, and he's done several the movies league, yeah. with his brother Jay, as uh, they've done. Uh, uh, there's a uh, one horror movie that they've do- got the, What yeah, that's it, the creep or something look. like that, something along yeah, those something lines. Yeah, something like that.
2: There's a sequel.
1: Yeah, and then uh, say it comes the the Lady in the Dale, a documentary series exploring an audacious 1970s auto scam centered around a mysterious entrepreneur, directed by Nick Camillary and Zachary Drucker. The film traces the story of Elizabeth Carmichael, who rose to prominence when she released a fuel efficient three wheeled vehicle during the 1970s gas crisis. As she wins over major car makers and investors, a web of mystery unfolds regarding the car's technology and Carmichael's surprising past a portrait of an extraordinary entrepreneur's rise and eventual fall. The series explores a one of a kind story of fraud, family, and identity. Mark and Jay Duplass will executive produce along with Mel Eslin through their production company, Duplass Brothers Productions, and yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. The rest is uh, (laughs) just more uh, credits. Uh,
2: (laughs) So basically, she is a he. Yeah? Yeah. And a criminal, wanted criminal.
1: Yeah? Not like... only a she because of trying to avoid the fact that it, he's a criminal, that, or
2: that's. I mean, you can make your own assumptions after watching the. Yeah. But she adamantly denies it. You know. Basically, she's saying she's transgender. She's always. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. But yes, it, it was really good. Yeah. But basically, she, he, she, whatever, is just a, a con artist that just keeps going trip, You know, con to con.
1: Gotcha. So the car was completely BS. This three wheeled vehicle. You know
2: that's the that's the other thing too. Is after you watch it, it's weird like, looking. <laughs> she made you know she really believed that
1: this car was legit. This car, and
2: you know, had she had more money and time, and not been you know I don't know wanted by the FBI, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a problem. <laughs> but no, she actually you know the people that built the car. I'll say this, okay. She was she was definitely a con artist, but the people that she got together to build that car, they built that car. They were building that car actually thinking
1: that it was going know, to was save good. everybody because well, gas that it was going to be and... that
2: it, yeah, yeah and it was going to be a production car.
1: Yeah. Well, that's yeah. Uh, it, was, it was it was really good. Looks like a good one.
2: Yeah, no, like I said, the the Duplass brothers. I know that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I do like the Duplass brothers. Do like that stuff. I uh, just got done watching the uh, the Cecil. uh, What is the title of? It's about the Cecil Hotel. Uh, The the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, I believe, is the name of it. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, the vanishing at the Cecil Hotel. It's on Netflix. Uh, Are you familiar at all with the Cecil Hotel uh, and Skid Row? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh there was uh, somebody there that stayed there, I perhaps you know the name, Richard Ramirez. Yes. Uh oh man, this the audience rating on it not good, not good. <laughs> I'm looking at the rating summary. One point nine is the ratings. Uh <clears throat> it was I would have liked it just been about the Cecil Hotel the history of that. I find that, but the, the whole, the majority of like, it talks, it it briefly mentions like Richard Ramirez staying there. Like he was killing people while he was staying at Cecil hotel. Like, uh, Cecil hotel is in Skid Row in LA, which is at least by the counts of the, uh, documentary, at least I imagine this is pretty accurate. It's, you know, one of the most crime infested places in the U (laughs) S (laughs) <laughs> never been to skid row i've heard of it <laughs> know the band yeah great band <laughs> yeah, but uh <laughs> uh they from what i understand skid row uh i don't remember when but how long ago but a long time ago the la decided that they were going to push all of the homeless and basically all the prostitutes all that shit to one area and that was skid row and to this day, like they kind of just keep them all forced into Skid Row, and they just kind of let people do whatever in Skid Row. <laughs> You're damn right. You know, once you go over there, like, eh, it's <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> it's you know not not a great place. In this hotel, originally the Cecil Hotel was built. Uh, it's it's a weird documentary, like, uh, it it's mainly focused around this girl that disappeared at the hotel and you s- slowly find out what exactly happened to her. And by the end you find out exactly what happened to her. But they, it's weird. Did you, you watch the, uh, don't fuck with cats doc. Yeah. Yeah. Which that one was fucked up. That one was, it's sort of like that. They have the, uh, cause it takes place. It try to shows it to where like when the girl goes missing, like you don't have a clue what's going on. And it kind of walks you through like, you're just learning, you know, just like these people. Because it's got, uh, like, on the Don't Fuck With Cats, it's got all the people that are researching it on the internet. They're the internet sleuths. And, like, they're really the heroes in the Don't Fuck With Cats as uh, they <laughs> they help find this fucker and <laughs> Don't Fuck With Cats. Whereas this one, not so much. They uh, kind of just <laughs> cause a lot of problems. <laughs> uh <laughs> In the end, they really just didn't really help the solving of what happened to this girl. And uh, it's an interesting take of what they decided to do with it. Oh, well, I guess on some of these ratings, it's not so bad. Like uh, IMDb's got it rated 5.9 out of 10, which isn't horrible. 46% Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, it's less than 50, but I guess this just Google one's like 1. 1.9 stars. <laughs> like, that's pretty terrible. Google, damn. Harsh. Yeah, ouch, ouch. Although it says Google users, I don't know what this 1.9 is, but it says Google users 53% liked this TV show, so slightly over half. Like, it's an interesting take on a way to do a documentary. I think they really tried to, you know, go a different route with it, but, uh, like, I feel like I could have done, I would have rather just know more about some real fucked up history of the Cecil Hotel. But anyway... Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, the Cecil Hotel started in the... I think it opened in 1925. And uh, they pumped all this money into it. There's 700 rooms in the thing. It's a huge building. And uh, they were going to charge a lot for all these rooms. It was supposed to you know, have all these out-of-tourists uh, and stuff stay there. And then uh, the Great Depression hit. <laughs> And nobody could afford to stay in an expensive hotel, so then they started just renting these rooms out dirt cheap. And then like by the uh, hour, yeah. And then when you know you got all these by the seventies and stuff, like you got all these people from Skid Row staying there because they could stay for like dollars and not you know a day and shit. Oh yeah. So you got all these people, and there's uh, this woman that's interviewed during it. She was a former manager of the place when uh, this girl disappeared, which was in the 2000s at some point. And uh, she said in, the, like, the seven years she was there, like, 89 people died in that hotel. <laughs> it was like, uh, she said it was, like, almost, you know, it was happening so frequently. It was like every almost time you either. turn around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 89, yeah, I mean, <coughs> it's not in seven years. I mean, that's not, 700 rooms, 89 people died in seven years. I mean... You know, it's a lot of people staying there on a nightly basis. Well, I don't know that every room's filled on a nightly basis, but,
2: uh... I was going to say, that's...
1: <laughs> but anyway, by the 70s, like, you got all these fucking drug addicts and shit staying there, and there's... Richard Ramirez wasn't the only serial killer that stayed there. There was this other guy... Uh... I'm going to have to look his name up. Uh, But he was from somewhere in Europe... And uh, he w- he had killed people uh, in Europe and had gotten out of jail. Ooh, here's his name. Jack Untervega. Um, and this guy was fucked up. Let's see what this is off. MovieMaker.com. Uh, it says, Jack Untervega, Untervega is only briefly mentioned in Netflix's crime scene, The Vanishing at the Cecil Hotel, which I hope they just do a fucking piece on him. This guy, I want to know more about this guy. He sounds pretty fucked up. Uh, the four-part docuseries that explores the mysterious death of 21... 21- you know what? Okay, let's skip this shit. Uh, Unterweger was first sentenced to life in prison in 1976 at the age of 25 when he was convicted of murdering an 18-year-old German woman named Margaret uh, Schaffer, uh by strangling her with her own bra a style of killing which would later become his M.O. According to the L.A. Times, he would later admit to the crime, saying, I envisioned my mother in front of me and I killed her. Times also described Unterweger as the child of a sex worker and an American soldier, noting that Unterweger was raised raised among sex workers in an Austrian village. Okay, he's from Austria. Uh, Despite his conviction, Unterweger only served 15 years of his original life sentence, Thanks in large part to the runaway success of the autobiography he wrote in prison. Purgatory or the trip to prison? Report of a guilty man. Mm-hmm. Uh, his talent for writing made him something that's, of a celebrity. Uh, something we're going to crazy. check into? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's fucking It crazy. gets crazier. It gets crazier. This guy, man, they need to put out a doc on this guy. Uh, His talent for writing made him something of a celebrity and he was later pardoned by Austrian President Kurt Waldheim and released from prison in 1990 at the behest of the Viennese Café intellectuals who championed his case, including Nobel Prize winners Elfried Jelinek and Gunther Grass, according to The Guardian. But the decision to free convicted killer would prove to be a fatal one. Within months of his release, six Austrian sex workers would be strangled at his hands, but police would not connect the dots until much later, allowing him to travel to L.A. where he would commit three more murders while staying at the Cecil Hotel in June of 91. Uh, That's according to the Times. And Unterweger maintained his innocence during his 94 murder trial where he was found guilty of killing nine women. Among his final victims were Shannon Exley, uh... Thirty-five Irene Rodriguez, 33, and Peggy Jean uh, Booth, 26, all murdered during his 91 stay at the Cecil, where he was on assignment for Austrian publications to write about L.A. street crime. The Times had added, and at the time, the Cecil was a, a hot spot for sex workers who roamed the five-block radius on 6th Street between San Pedro and Central, according to Kenneth Givens. A former Cecil resident interviewed in the Netflix series. But apparently they get into, too, like in the doc, like he went on a ride-along with the fucking cops. And I guess he had a legit cover story because he was like doing writing and stuff. But he had them show him where all the hookers were and stuff on this ride-along. And he saying he's just doing all this research for this fucking book, which, I mean, I guess he was. I, that's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he just wanted to get his hands a little dirty. He had his oh. fucking. These women come up to the room and he'd fucking kill these women in the Cecil. I guess he killed them. In, I know he had the prostitutes come visit him in the Cecil Hotel. But, uh, I, I don't remember if he. I guess he probably killed her, killed them at the Cecil Hotel. Damn. But apparently the place was pretty fucking rough, man. Like, uh, they, uh, you know, like they say, it wouldn't have been out of place for Richard Ramirez when he was killing people to show up just with blood and for nobody to really say anything. <laughs> it's like, oh, just another guy staying at the Cecil Hotel. <laughs> another guy with blood. Uh, that That's the most – they need to put out something about that guy. That guy's twisted. And I love the fact that he was pardoned and just – I mean, that's horrible (laughs) that these people died and all, but just, like, man, you guys are fucking... And then women end up dead the same way he killed the one woman. It's very interesting. Like, I need to know more about Untervega. Jacques Untervega. This picture of him, too, it looks like he's straight out of Starsky and Hutch. (laughs) This fucking shirt and stuff. Uh, But, yeah, that was more of... (laughs) It was interesting, I guess, the doc... Uh, it's it's worth giving it a watch. It wasn't like the greatest. I've been really jonesing for like another good true crime series on uh, Netflix after I went through like the Night Stalker and stuff. But uh, it's all it's all right. But there's definitely some stuff in there like, ooh, I want to know more about that. Oh shit! Spoiler alert: the girl that goes missing in the hotel, she ended up dying inside uh, the water tower. Uh, the water uh made me think of uh, twin peaks she gotcha. uh, she died inside the water uh tank on top of the hotel Ooh. and it started like people started getting like blood in their water and stuff they were drinking the water and shit makes me think of what, what was the bit on twin peaks something's a, like a dead fish in the percolator or something like that
2: <laughs> yeah there's a fish in the percolator that,
1: that <laughs> made me think of that <laughs> But uh and then is, they spit it out. Like, it, it is a unique way of how they they do the the documentary. And they also withhold facts from you until the end, which is kind of. I'd rather watch a documentary where they're just straightforward with all the facts. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, <laughs> like I don't need this. Like, oh, I want to feel like I'm one of the internet sleuths. That's fucking. They uh, at one point there was a guy because like all these internet sleuths because the the cops. When they finally said that she died of accidental, uh, of an accidental death, because she was like bipolar and she was off her meds and stuff, they think that she just fucking climbed in there and fucking drowned. But uh, <laughs> like these internet sleuths, like no, no, there's a conspiracy. They're hiding shit, <laughs> like, and uh, then then you like then they start giving you some facts, like oh okay. Like, but uh, it, was, it was a different way to, to look at things. Uh <clears throat> Oh, no, what I was going to say is at one point there was a guy that stayed at the Cecil Hotel because all these internet sleuths, they're looking on the internet for any, like, footage they want to find because they're looking to dig out dirt on everybody that works at the Cecil Hotel and, like, anybody that was staying there so they can, like, you know, figure out who murdered her and all this stuff, and... uh they find this video, I guess, on your YouTube page of this, uh, black metal guy by the name of Morbid. And, uh, he's all, <laughs> he's all, you know, got the, he looks all black metal. <laughs> and he's talking about killing people and shit, you know, but he's all in paint and all that stuff. And it's just like, uh, I'm like, Oh yeah, I think I've known a few guys like him, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they he has a song that I guess he had posted like a few days after her, she went missing or something like that where he, he talked about killing some girl or something like that or insinuated uh, he did post it like an Instagram oh post gosh. where it said I am a killer <laughs> but uh, like uh, his song had something it had mentioned stuff about water and it was, like, in the video, he's chasing after a girl, like, killing her. So they're, like, oh, he fu- of course he fucking killed her. But then, lo and behold, you find out later in the documentary that, like, uh, he actually, uh, the video he posted was a year before she stayed at the hotel when he stayed there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually out of the country whenever she went missing. <laughs> and, like. The whole time she was at the hotel, I guess. But like he, he got completely fucked out of the whole deal because all these internet sleuths got him banned from all these, uh, uh YouTube, all the social media. He can't he got lost his email account and all this shit because like they're all saying that he's his murderer and all this stuff.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic! Reminds me of that Seinfeld episode
1: which episode is that
2: the one where she's going out with uh, oh. the his name Joel Rifkin same name as a serial killer <laughs> they go to the they're in a baseball game or whatever and he, guy comes over to the PA and he's like well Joel
1: Rifkin please come yeah <laughs> 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 Uh, that would, man, that would suck. I like, like that's like, uh, the, what's a, I can't remember the guy's name, but there was also a series on Netflix about it. That was fairly, it wasn't too bad, but it was about the security guard at the Atlanta Olympics in 96 that, uh, actually saved a bunch of people's lives, but then was everybody thought he was the bomber. He wasn't. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Poor bastard got blamed with it, though. And, like, he was never charged with it, ever charged with it and stuff. Well, I don't think he was ever charged with it. But, no, no. Uh, they never really cleared his name officially, even though they eventually, many, many years later, caught the guy that actually fucking did it. And uh, a lot of people to this day still think that guy fucking bombed and That guy's dead now. He died. <laughs> like, sound like he had a shitty life after that. Life, yeah. Whoops. Like, oh man. Like, man, that'd be fucking horrible. Just, uh, just no good. No, no good could uh, come of that.
2: Hey, the hurricane, buddy.
1: Speaking of like black metal, have you seen? Uh, I saw it. Uh, Kevin Lichtefeld had put a post of uh, a guy <laughs> that uh, I believe in Florida that turned his uncle's skeleton into a guitar.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that. A few people I know have posted that
1: one. Called it the Skelecaster. That's right. Just for the record, when I die, I'd prefer that nobody do that. <laughs> that I mean, I don't really give a fuck what happened to my body, honestly. I mean, I'm all for just, like, burning Ooh. it and tossing it somewhere. But
2: Quick update, Blues are tied 4-4. <laughs> oh,
1: man, what a comeback. I saw that they had come back and scored two goals, but I did not see that they had, uh, wow. Nice. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Let's go blues. But uh, Playing the sharks. It was a little weird seeing uh, the ske- – The the thing I find disturbing is the fact that it just doesn't look good as a guitar. <laughs> Not the fact yeah, that it's I a skeleton. It a, just doesn't just look good. It's an awful-looking guitar. Like, but I guess it's metal. You know, I guess it's yeah, metal. it does remind me – Uh, My coworker, uh, Joanna, I think is the one. Or no. Somebody was saying – who was saying it was talking about From Dusk Till Dawn? No, I think it was Tony that was t- saying that, like, uh, reminded of From Dusk Till Dawn. Somebody was, but you know, the band ISP, that's like, uh, human guitar, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was very much that the court band. Guitar. Uh, oh, uh, that's good stuff. Love that, love that fucking movie. Love me some, uh, Rodriguez and Tarantino. Was, uh, <laughs> fucking Tarantino such a creeper in that movie.
2: Hmm. I just think he's being Tarantino myself.
1: But Yeah. Yeah, I can see him just being that dude. Like maybe even murdering people in there. He's probably stayed at the Cecil Hotel before. <laughs> he probably stayed there when he was writing fucking Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> he probably hung out with Richard Ramirez. <laughs> he knows Richard. He knows Richard. Oh, Dick Ramirez.
2: I did uh, earlier watch one division.
1: Yeah, I thought that was good. I liked the uh, last episode there.
2: Yeah, I thought that was fantastic. It's good stuff. I like what they did with Kat Dennings.
1: Yeah, they had her as the escape artist. Well, putting her
2: in that suit is just fantastic. Yeah. I think they had to have a team put her in that thing, but... <laughs> I think it's uh, next weekend. Maybe it's this weekend. What the Disney for adults starts?
1: Disney for adults?
2: Disney Star, I believe, is what it's called.
1: Still a part of Disney Plus, or
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll just be uh, another channel, basically on so Disney it, Plus.
1: So is it stuff where you can watch like Mickey and Minnie fucking, or like like how adult we going?
2: It's so they can show Deadpool.
1: Oh. <laughs> Is <that laughs> going to be the only thing on there? It's just Deadpool. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, it's just going to be a bunch the, of Ryan Reynolds if movies. You
2: read the thing about it, it says there's a shit ton of new shows coming for original content for... Yeah. But, yeah. But, basically, yeah. It's a, it's a way to show Deadpool.
1: I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I'm feeling it. Just have Fred Savage... And Ryan Reynolds. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Disney for adults, Disney adult, Disney after hours. <laughs> Makes me think I've seen the uh, clips on YouTube of uh, high school kids like at band, at like uh, band stuff, or like uh, just anytime like they're playing. Somebody's playing the drums. They do always do the uh, Pornhub thing. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> And it's like everybody oh. cheers, and you're like,
1: oh, yeah. They're what? all watching porn,
2: <laughs> or, or making it.
1: Yeah, or that too. They're young entrepreneurs, newers. If that's, that's right, young Someone sex has offenders.
2: Someone stepsister and <laughs> stepmom. And...
1: I wonder what kind of effect that it, There is so much step siblings fucking <laughs> on porn now. It's like it's <laughs> yeah. like. 90% of porn now is like oh no. steps it's siblings fucking each other like I feel like how many is this a case of you know pop culture just you know
2: <laughs> it's art imitating life mi- yeah art or?
1: imitating life or uh, <laughs> or is now life gonna life imitate art? art no cause like I feel like that seems to be like the go to thing obviously people are watching it <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, mean, <laughs> you can see you can see how many yeah
1: you you can see the analytics they let you see their analytics, so uh, obviously, there's a lot of people that are at least interested in fucking their own siblings, so uh it's, uh <laughs> I have to wonder is that uh and yeah, if a lot of these high school kids are watching their porn, like are they? They Netflix and chillin' it or are they Pornhub hub and chillin'? I don't know.
2: I always <laughs> love when it says real too.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. It's like fuck stepsister. It, real. When I oh, see that t- I've got the production value of this team here, so that's sweet. <laughs> that makes I've me think of four of the- my friends with cameras to join.
1: Us. <laughs> that makes me think of uh Adam Sandler's old bit where, like, is this two guys? Is two guys working <laughs> yeah. out or <who> fucking?
2: <laughs> like, is this two guys working out? In, in oh, we facility? are totally
1: fucking. We are totally fucking. No, th- I'm sorry. Those two are two gentlemen working out, doing butterfly presses.
2: Presses. Those are two gentlemen with dumbbells.
1: Now I'm going to record something, and you get to tell me are these people fucking, or working out?
2: That's two guys fucking. You're yes, unzipping yes, yes, my yes.
1: pants. <laughs> Oh, just just hold on a second. I, I, I'm about to blow. Now I'm going to play it back. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's you fucking me. That was oh, definitely that...
2: two guys fucking
1: <laughs> No, I'm sorry. They were uh, doing uh, bench presses. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the exact lines, but it was something along those lines. It was on a second album, I think. <laughs> what the hell happened to me?
2: <laughs> Have you seen the the videos between him and Shooter?
1: No, recently. Oh no, uh-huh. yeah, it's the
2: twenty-something anniversary. I like, fuck thirty year. I don't know.
1: Shooter,
2: twenty-fifth anniversary of that
1: movie. I did see Carl Weathers was in the commercial for the Paramount. Thing. Yeah. Was it the Paramount? Ooh. One of the Super Bowl commercials. I think it was the Paramount streaming thing. No,
2: no, it's just a or something like a fucking TikTok video that shooter made, Instagram video. Where he's like, "Hey, it's the whatever anniversary. I'm gonna whack this ball." Yeah. And,
1: no, no. I mean, I did see though that Carl Weathers was playing Shooter, and I think it was the uh, Paramount commercial.
2: Oh, I got you. I got you.
1: Yeah. But I haven't seen. I haven't seen the
2: Shooter thing.
1: I have not either.
2: I have not. Well, I have not seen that commercial. I've heard people talk about it. but <laughs> yeah. I haven't I Actually, seen
1: the commercial. Shooter McGavin.
2: But yeah, he yeah he calls out Shooter, and of course, then what's his face makes a video as Shooter who looks like an old man now. <laughs> <laughs> well he is an old man now.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it didn't it didn't work out so i mean he looks it's you know he's not it's just it's just weird it's just like holy shit yeah, but yeah have like, the <laughs> they have the ghost of
1: chubs
2: they need the ghost of Chubbs.
1: car weather still looks good man He's not no, as he's jacked got, as he he's was got like Star Wars money now. Yeah, he's not as jacked as he was, like, say, Predator days, but I mean no. he looks good for an older dude. I still want
2: a poster of just that. Just the fucking the handshake. Oh,
1: dude, like, him and Stallone. I mean, sorry. Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> Stallone. <laughs> their
2: glistening arms that were dry right before they actually Yeah.
1: Jade. Yes. <laughs> What was his name Dylan in that? I think it was Dylan. It Dylan, Dylan, oh, yeah. Dylan yes. <laughs> his little Kelly arm, good here. A bit off. with his baby arm. <laughs> uh, it would have been so, great had Stallone and, also been in there.
2: As I was saying, One Vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I dug the end there.
1: Was a nice twist. I thought that was pretty sweet. Apparently, in the comics, she's actually a good person. So it's like I, th- there's a good chance there's still an ac- another bad person like out there really pulling the strings. But I don't know It was. I liked the, how she killed the dog. Yeah. <laughs> they just throw that in there real fast too. Just like, <laughs> uh, that was great. <laughs> I got so, like, man, it seemed like it was going to be longer, too, and then it was just like, boom, right there. And like, oh, oh, like, that was was you good bastards. ending. But, like, oh, I wanted more. Because I'm staring yeah. at pictures of Morbid, the dude from Cecil Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm dist- getting bad ideas. That was one thing, like, going back to that uh, for a moment, one thing that did drive me nuts about the documentary, which is the reason why I would rate it low, is because they start getting really big into the conspiracy theories because they're like, oh, it was ghosts and shit. I was like, God, come on, fucking just tell me what fucking happened.
2: <laughs> Don't start this shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, you didn't start this bullshit. Like, because they did, like, one of the things that got these people started on the internet searching out is they released a video, the last known video of this girl alive in an elevator. And... uh they didn't release any details and they the police edited it before they put it out in the public. You don't they don't mention that in the documentary until the very fucking end of the damn thing. <laughs> but these internet sleuths are like, "Oh, well, the hotel edited it." Well, they slowed it down so you could see what's going on in the elevator, not to like manipulate it and you know, but it yeah. it looks like she's doing some weird shit cuz it's all slowed down and everything. You know, maybe it wouldn't be so bad if it was like normal speed. But they did that to give more of an idea of, you know, like so if you see anything, you know, uh point but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was uh they started going like, Well, she's clearly talking to a ghost and all or you know, just crazy shit. They were like the government's like taking her out, uh <laughs> bunch of crazy shit.
2: The government.
1: Yeah. They think it was a plot. One was that one conspiracy had it was because uh, she died in the uh, water container thing, uh, and people drank the water and shit. And like soon after that, people started getting. A, there was a tuberculosis going around, and they think that she was they purposely like had her killed to like spread tuberculosis. <laughs> And they think this, too, because, like, uh, her name, uh, Alyssa El- Lamb, I think is her name. And the test they were using for the tuberculosis or something like that <coughs> was called uh, Lamb Alyssa is the name of this test or whatever. And so they're like, oh, clearly it's uh- a... <laughs> That's what it was. Totally. The government did it. <laughs> you know, test, which is a, a true thing. It's, uh, yeah, as of four days ago, people are still convinced. It's a, <laughs> there's a Lamalissa test for tuberculosis and they're convinced it was, uh, this is on tyla.com. I don't know what the fuck tyla.com is, but, uh, yeah. Uh, doo, 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 doo. Okay, in fact, fans are so blown away by the links between the two. Okay. Right here. As viewers will know, there are a number of mysterious and exceptionally coincidental factors surrounding the 21-year-old's death that uh, to this day remain unexplained, including the connection to the tuberculosis outbreak, which was taking place in and around the hotel at the same time Alyssa went missing. In fact, In fact, fans are so blown away by the links between the two that they are convinced the connection is not merely a coincidence. So what is the uh, TB theory? Well, it is pretty mind-boggling. Around the, the time that Alyssa went missing, there was a TB outbreak in L.A., specifically downtown L.A. and Skid Row, where the hotel is located. The theory began online with users suggesting Alyssa could have been sent to L.A. to test out a new medication for TB, putting her b- behavior in the days leading up to her death down to side effects from the medication. Others suggested Alyssa was a biological weapon sent to L.A., but had been silenced for knowing too much about the outbreak. It does. It t- totally does. In the Netflix doc's doc, it's also discussed how Alyssa studied at the University of Columbia which has a well known TB research center. The dots are lining up. I got my red yarn. And there's a lot um, of paths. They're connecting. I need, to go up.
2: Grab, I need to go grab the aluminum.
1: But perhaps the most shocking part of the theory is that the test to detect TB at the time was called the Lamb Alyssa test, which has completely blown the minds of viewers. Which is spelled the same way; it's just reversed. <laughs> There's a dash you, in the middle. <laughs>
2: you wanna, you, you, you wanna know what else is probably fake? What's that? Tuberculosis. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, it didn't kill Edgar Allan Poe, is what you're saying? <laughs> or all the what the, did? No, the I guess it did. I guess he didn't die of TB, but a lot of people in his books, a lot of the people around him did. Uh, it's important to note that this theory has never been proven to be anything other than coincidence at the time of her death. The official autopsy ruled that Alyssa did not have TB. But viewers of the doc are still unconvinced with one tweeting, Sorry, but way more to this story. Lamb Alyssa TB test? Too much of a coincidence. Not possible.
2: Oh, wow. Not possible. <laughs> well, oh. he sold
1: me. He I'm sold me. I'm, I'm on board. I <laughs> am. <laughs> said well, like I said,
2: I'm going, up, I'm going to go grab some aluminum right now. Yeah. Like
1: uh, a hat. While another said, I love my share of conspiracies, but I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Just like to see the stretch, but the TB outbreak test being called Lamb Alyssa and it occurring days before she, Alyssa Lamb, disappeared is alarming. Fine, I'm convinced it was an accident. The only thing that I just can't get over is about the Lamb Alyssa TB test. Like, what in the fuck? Added another. Then, meanwhile, (laughs) one said, Can we please talk about the insane coincidence with Alyssa Lamb and the TB test called Lamb Alyssa TB research at her university at the TB outbreak in Skid Row? Someone please educate me. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Uh
2: I feel like that's a
1: big coincidence. <sighs> uh yeah, no, I I don't know man. I'm uh it's it probably has to do with uh uh Hugo Chavez and uh it's prob- this has a lot to do with how the election was rigged.
2: Jewish space lasers?
1: <laughs> yeah, Jewish space lasers Hugo Chavez and this girl dying in the Cecil Hotel in, like, 2013, I think it was. Something like that. <laughs> Don't call me on that. 2012, 2013. Yeah, 2013, I guess, is when I she mean, it, died it all, there. It, it all adds up. It all adds up. That's just the the dots are all over. I mean, I have dotted the wall everywhere. Uh, I can't see anymore. There's just so many dots. I didn't
2: believe in Illuminati
1: before, <laughs> poor morbid man, poor morbid. <laughs> they show him at one point drinking Jaeger. <laughs> they don't talk to him a whole lot, but it's just like at one point, like they show, they bring up morbid because then, like, they're talking to all these people. Oh, he fucking killed her! Like this is his her her killer and everything. And just watching this video, I'm like. They're like, it's such disturbing videos. Like, he's he's just like in paint. They're like fake murdering people. It's not like, no, the disturbing shit was the don't fuck with cats when that dude literally killed fucking cats. (laughs) That shit was fucked up. When he put him in that vacuum sealed bag and fucking killed him and shit, that was fucked up. (laughs) Then he actually killed a person on camera. You know, that was was (laughs) fucked up shit. The castle yeah, that fucked up. You, the yeah, castle really was really fucked up. fucked up. That was legit, legit shit. But this dude was clearly cosplaying as a murderer.
2: <laughs> uh oh, sharks on top five four,
1: motherfuckers. In the third. In the third. Beginning of the third. Beginning. We're good. We're good. Sharks. <laughs> It's a short season, too, isn't it? There's only like 52 games, I think, this season.
2: Uh, I'm not sure.
1: I think they're only doing like 50-something. Don't quote me on that, but uh, I don't think they're doing the full 82 or whatever they normally do. Are are they allowing people at Blues games now? I
2: don't um, I I think so. I think that started this week.
1: Yeah. Where they're letting
2: more people in,
1: but yeah. Roger. Sucks you can't see the cup now, though. I guess even if you had the cup, though, it's not like they're going to let people touch it. (laughs) Touch it, yep. Get your fucking germs off it.
2: (laughs) Well, technically, they don't have it
1: anymore. Well, I know. I'm saying even if they had I'm saying, like, I, I was saddened that, you know, I didn't go to a game whenever they had the fucking cup. But I was like, even if they had the cup now, it's not like you could go fucking touch it, hold it, lick it, put my dick on it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Teabag it. I wonder if I bet somebody's probably shit in that thing at some point. Like some drunk ass hockey player.
2: <laughs> I know people have thrown up in it. Yeah. I just see somebody just because like Because there's um the guys that <clears throat> that carry it around.
1: Yeah, they have to be they, around it all the time.
2: They wrote a they wrote a book a few years ago. Yeah. yeah they didn't mention like names, but they mentioned Instances, parties, shit like that.
1: Yeah. Yes. There's a Stanley Cup stories book I found. Yes. I think we went over before whenever the Blues won about some crazy stories. And yeah, we might have. I think we did. We did a bit. But that was, you know, a couple of years ago now, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, we know yeah, Tom Brady would probably fuck it up if he had it. <laughs> <laughs> Toss it off a boat.
2: I love how the <laughs> – what is the daughter? I don't
1: – th- I think it was his daughter, was it not? Yeah. Or are you That's talking exactly. about the daughter of the guy that made the thing? I heard yeah, – yeah, Stern was talking about that. The daughter of the guy that made the award was all upset. But Tom yeah. Brady's daughter was there – Yelling at him to not throw the like
0: oh, he was the about actual, to throw. Yeah, it. yeah, he's like, no,
1: daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> he was lit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know what I would do uh, with the Stanley Cup. There was a uh, there's some some history to that thing though. That I bet some serial killers have touched that at some point in time or another. Before <laughs> and after murdering after, people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> like their hands on.
1: Yep. Ugh. Like get that DNA all over that. Like no, sorry. It was uh Mario Lemieux that murdered that woman. The uh, funny
2: part, the funny part about like the NFL trophy is they just make a new one every year.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's the not a special. <laughs> yeah. It's the same one that's been around forever. They now, just changed the rings after, on it every time. Yeah, so often. they
2: change the rings on it every few years. They the rings go into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, all kinds of crazy shit happens in that fucking cup. On a side uh side note here, completely unrelated. Um I do have one benefit of turning the 40. Uh if they ever have another Boston Marathon, I don't have to run as fast to get no. into it. <laughs> yeah. I get an extra 5 minutes. Senior to, quali- <laughs> to qualify. I'm in and in another 5 years, I'll get another 5 minutes. Like, I I'll have to uh, – This was just a couple of years ago now that I, w- I had to do it and would have been three hours. Now I have three – I'll have three hours and ten minutes when I Oof. hit the four zero. So – Here we but, go. Uh, yeah, here we go. I'm in it now. Shit. My best time is 3.55, so I just got to come down like 45 minutes. da 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 Time for a montage. Yeah, got a train. I am not in shape to run a fucking marathon <laughs> period much less than three hours, ten minutes, but uh <laughs> let's see here. Uh if I was a woman, I'd it would be a lot friendlier. I would have three yeah. hours and forty minutes. That would be a lot closer. A L- little bit more attainable. Still couldn't do it right now. Still no, not. Yeah. It however <clears throat> if I make it to if I'm still alive at eighty or above. I get 4 hours and 50 minutes.
2: Oh my goodness. I mean, dude. Well, there you go. That's I you don't even know to. if
1: I've gone over 4 hours and 50 minutes. I think I've I know I've gotten close to 5 hours in a marathon, but you know. So, if I can hold on. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. <laughs> <laughs> One thing, one reason to stick around until I'm 80. Uh, all right, Whew, so I can finally make it to Boston. You got it. You got to Wilson Phillips that shit, man. <laughs> hold, on, hold on for one more day, or you know, a lot more days, because that's <laughs> days. <laughs> double your lifespan. That's uh, like double mint gum gum up in this shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> now, now I'm thinking about that, man. That's a long time, 40 years. Then again, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like I've been alive that long. (laughs) It doesn't. No. No. I I don't know. Time is a mysterious wench. Unforgiving bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I got to be careful, though. Our mother uh, is uh, 65 Right, <laughs> born in '55. Her birthday is uh, April 14th April, of this year. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, '65. <laughs> she uh, tore her bicep <laughs> doing yoga. So you know, if I t- if my genes aren't that great, my you know, uh, daddy uh, died in his 40s. <laughs> Father. My- Mom is tearing her bicep at uh, that... 65. Uh, <laughs> me you're being able—you're
2: gonna have a heart attack changing the channel.
1: <laughs> me staying alive to 80 and being able to run a marathon in four hours and 50 minutes. Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe not. Maybe not so.
2: God, so when you think a good about it. Goal. It doesn't seem like they shaved off a lot of time
1: either for 40. <laughs> They don't. No, man. I mean, that does make a big difference. Let's see. Difference. I'll do a V VDOT. I'm, I'm sure it makes a huge difference when you're 80. <laughs> uh, I guess I don't have it. it's a little hard for me to use my uh, connectors doing weird shit. God. Shit hurts
2: now. I can't imagine.
1: <laughs> oh, man. R- marathons are rough anyway. And uh let's see here. V dot calculator. Um went the marathon. Yep, got the right thing. Uh, see I mean that's a big time difference than what I would run. Let's just figure that now. Let's calculate it. That's an eleven minute mile pace. A little over eleven minute mile, per mile. To get hit four hours and fifty seconds, you'd have to average eleven minute miles, which is pretty pretty decent. Or not I mean that's not very hard well, to do for me right yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> 80, that's a different story. But uh, now let's see what I get at the three hours and ten minutes. <laughs> Just to see what the difference here is. A what? Uh, oh, I didn't select the distance, damn it. There we go. That's why. Okay. Ooh, that's still not that big of a difference. I would have to average 7 minute 14 <laughs> seconds per mile for the 310 to do the <laughs> to do the 305 I think it's a little, like it's like uh 703 or something like that which I mean yeah 703 to get th- hit 305 which that stuff does add up over time that little bit per mile does make a big difference but it's not like a huge difference there's so many people that usually qualify for it too that like you you really need to hit like 5 minutes under anyway <laughs> uh, so it might be a while before I qualify for Boston or if ever if you know if I hold strong with that eighty, if I manage to not do any yoga and tear a bicep or uh... bicep, yeah, just don't do any of that. You'll be fine. <laughs> I've done yoga a little bit. I'll tell it's you what. we're This is what
2: this is what you should do. Don't run again until you're eighty, and then do a marathon. Oh You'll be fine.
1: yes, good call.
2: Save it up.
1: Well, I haven't know? done one since 2019. So, <laughs> or wait. just save it
2: all for that one.
1: Yeah, tw- it was 2019, October and of 2019.
2: The night before. Go to, you know, eat McDonald's. Make sure you get a good meal.
1: <laughs> Should I do some training runs at least before then? Well, I mean, you could, you know. I mean, I better do a little bit to get prepared. I mean, I'm not going to do any races beforehand, but. Well, no,
2: no. You know, just run around the McDonald's parking lot a couple of times. You'll be all right.
1: Yeah. I mean, 11-minute miles. I mean, nowadays, like, I really had to be sandbagging to do an 11-minute mile. <laughs> 11 <minute> mile. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it it's tough for me to hit in the low 8s like 8 minute mile like I can I can get like probably I can probably hit in the 7s now but like be like 1 mile and I'm going to be like dead <laughs> I can Come do up. I can average in the 8s and that's rough <laughs> I've been mainly averaging like the low 9s I th- George W Bush claimed when he was in the White House that he was doing six minute miles.
2: He's a pretty good runner though
1: he was a good runner, but when he was in the White House I don't know i I don't know I find that hard House, to believe. Yeah. I find that hard to believe at the age he was and he didn't look all that physically fit <laughs> when he was president. I know he did like run in college and stuff and was like a decent runner but I yeah I think he I think he may have lied a bit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> really? He wasn't really known for lying. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we found all those weapons of mass destruction in Iraq and all.
2: He didn't pay any new
1: taxes. <laughs> well, that's HW. I was referring to W. <laughs> no new no, taxes. When I think of HW, I think of him puking on the Japanese prime minister, was it?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
1: video is so funny. <laughs> uh good times. D- did they play that at his funeral? <laughs> I don't know. should have. Uh, at George W. Bush's funeral, they should show the video of him getting the shoe thrown at him. <clears throat> oh, my God. Yeah, that was a classic one. Mission classic. accomplished. <laughs> yeah, just have a... Mi- they should bring that banner out of retirement.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> have, like,
1: uh, have somebody Put fly his casket in. in God damn it! Yep, have, onto an aircraft carrier <laughs> with the mission accomplished banner out. Mission, okay. <laughs> uh, have pictures of Iraq. <laughs> uh, have pictures of you know ISIS there. And just mission accomplished.
2: <laughs> mission accomplished.
1: Now I'm thinking of that uh, shit. Uh, the comedian that was on Seth Meyers that had her own show on Netflix. Damn it, her name eludes me. But she did the ISIS commercial. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ice is. Is. <laughs> oh, that commercial. Ice is. Where she was talking about ice. The immigration service. Yeah. Well, I mean, officers. The you know, deportation <laughs> officers. <laughs> whatever you deserves. want to call them. The the oh, the ICE is. That is a, a great commercial. I see her. She's she's a runner too. I bet she's yep. qualified for uh, Boston. She does ultras. She goes further than I do. She's like twenty. She'd probably laugh at me for stopping at twenty six point two miles. <laughs> but uh yeah her name eludes me damn it i should know this uh damn. i almost had her name like in my head <laughs> i can't f- uh Nope, I can I can't find it. Seems
2: Where's like that commercial?
1: No. Ice is. Do they spell ice different? Like it's ICE, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it just brings up immig- uh Netflix's immigration deal. Uh Soup. Damn it. And I can't spell to save my fucking life tonight. Uh no, I sadly. I uh Michelle Wolf. That's her fucking name. Damn it. Michelle Wolf. Ice yeah. is that's so fucking great. Uh So good so good it's still on netflix or, i mean youtube you can still pull up the uh, just the ice is commercial uh... <laughs> i forgot she was supposed to be uh kirsten uh Nielsen or whatever her name was oh the
2: he, trub- he, she yeah, looked, it up. <laughs> she yeah.
1: just looks just like it's so great
2: <laughs> oh, that's not the commercial that's the fucking oh, i can't find the actual yeah are you worried Just about your shit country. about it, yeah. Do you feel like your land is being invaded it. by foreign I got intruders? got the real thing. want
1: <laughs> <intruders. laughs> culture?
2: Do you <laughs> believe your way of life is under attack? And are you ready to do something <there's> about <laughs> it? <laughs> Watch forever. Now
1: to join ICE. ICE is fighting to make a difference. ICE is protecting our values and beliefs. ICE is rooting out the foreign enemy. ISIS terrorizing the invaders. ISIS attacking when they least expect. ISIS blowing up the status quo. I joined to be part of a group of like-minded individuals really devoted to a cause.
0: I joined after I watched some badass
1: videos online. I joined because I wanted to secure the border. But then I found out that's actually Border Patrol's job. I joined to capture those MS-13 animals are infesting America. (laughs) I haven't seen any yet but I've heard oh. we're an age-old American oh, tradition man. dating all the way back to 2003 That's so slightly younger than that curly-haired kid on Stranger <laughs> Things Gaten Matarazzo that sounds Italian US immigration we're not supporting those yeah. guys yet
2: I'm Homeland Security oh, Secretary is. Kirsten Nielsen <laughs> it's
1: popular nowadays to say ice is bad but there's no better representation of I American values right now than ISIS. Oh. And as an equal opportunity employer, we accept all levels of experience and education from low
2: to very low and actively welcome those with diagnosed anger issues.
1: I love the very beginning when they just show like these monsters and stuff. And it's just this real nice Mexican family hitting a pinata like a birthday party. party. (laughs) Uh, So good. Uh Ice is I feel like she got canceled. Like uh was, oh, yeah, she was a, yeah. a sad uh victim of cancel culture. Uh you know? So maybe she'll yeah. be president one day. Yeah, probably will. <laughs> Ice is <laughs> Kirsten Nielsen is pretty spot on It's pretty great. <laughs> I tend to forget about her. I've forgotten about some, already forgotten about so many classics from the Trump administration. administration. I haven't yeah. forgotten the mooch, though. What was he, like, uh, press secretary for, like, a couple of days? Or, like, yeah, or, or yeah. not even press secretary, but he was he's involved on, in, like... Uh, I forgot what his job title was. He's on Mars a, a lot. Like yeah. Every few weeks, it seems. He's toned it down though now. Like, when he worked for Trump, it was fantastic. It was all fuck you, fuck like.
2: Well, now he's, you know, he's trying to sell a product, make money.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. He's trying to pretend like he's a good guy now.
2: Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I have a conscience.
2: Well, that's his whole thing now, too. It's like, I told you. I told you. Remember I told you that
1: I told you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ice
2: is. But, you yeah, know, he's just another one of those guys that will go on Mar too, on that side. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, he still has, like, Kellyanne Conway and shit on there, doesn't
2: he? Yeah, she, she was just on there, I think, beginning of the season. So, and... She's been on there at least in person twice, I know of, but she's probably been on there three or four times via satellite and other yeah. things. So.
1: She's, a, she's a real sane one there. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't her daughter on? What is her daughter on? She's on some show now, I think. I'm not sure. Like I, Stern was talking about it. I, there was something her daughter was doing now. Fuck, I can't remember. Like, well, one of the, like, game show things. Like, America's Got Talent or some shit or, I don't know. I feel (laughs) like she's on one of those. I don't know. Maybe it's real (laughs) housewives of, (laughs) I don't know. One of those (laughs) fucking. West Coast Choppers. I don't know.
0: Choppers.
1: (laughs) Pimp pimp My Ride. They're rebooting it. (laughs) Ja Rule's doing it now. He needs some... uh, Good publicity after that whole fire Festival thing. <laughs> it's Jaw Rule and uh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter. It's going uh, good pimp your eye.
2: As long as you live in Southern California.
1: Yeah. And then... Uh, they're gonna hook you up with some real great sandwiches <laughs> they got leftovers from the fire festival that's uh <laughs> they also use those same tents that's what their production crew set up out of <laughs> no you have to live on that island I think that's how you get the get them to the Ride. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most of those people have cars, though. <laughs> the select, select crew.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever heard the horror stories about that
1: show? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, it's fantastic. <laughs> i watched some shit on YouTube. Yeah, you had to be in the area to like, get them to pimp your ride. And also, like most of the time, they didn't like fix your car. It was just all no. cosmetic things they did to your car. Yeah. So if it was a piece of shit car, it's still a piece of shit car. It's just purple her. now. they would put all kinds of shit in there. And then a lot of the stuff they would take out immediately after they were done filming (laughs) (laughs) and they would make up storylines. Like they had a, they literally had a fat dude on and they told him like, you're going to like candy. And like, he didn't care for candy. They just thought it was appropriate since he was fat. (laughs) So (laughs) they gave him a cotton candy machine in his trunk. And apparently it didn't work real well. Like, if you used it, it would shoot, like, metal parts out of it and shit. <laughs> I've seen uh, videos of people finding old Pimp My Ride cars. <laughs> a lot of them look like shit, man. Like, total shit. And a lot of them, There was times when they would film, too. Uh and the people would not react well to the car and they would like, no, we gotta refilm that. You have to act like excited. <laughs> oh, it's beautiful. Like, what the fuck did you do to my car? Co- I gotta drive this fucking thing. <laughs> uh and it apparently killed Exhibit's career. Is, uh, oh, yeah. People always, like, blamed him for it. And that dude literally, he was just the host of the show. He doesn't know shit about cars. Like, he just showed up to pick up the car, and half the time, like, he just drove it, like, down the block. <laughs> <laughs> if it was even drivable. <laughs> 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 Like that was his whole thing. He was there to like pick up the car and then he did a couple of like shots in there, you know, like (laughs) just saying stuff like he had nothing to do with working on the vehicle. And also like that show makes it seem like they do it like in a week or whatever. It would take months a lot of times. I think I read somewhere somebody had they had their car for like six months. And like, (laughs) can you imagine going out without your car for like six months and they don't like give you a fucking loaner vehicle or anything. <laughs> it's like, wow, thanks. Like, I would have been it would have been cheaper for me to just fucking pay to get my car fixed at a legit place, <laughs> and to not have a candy cotton candy machine in the fucking trunk. <laughs> Dude,
2: I met a I met a chick um, not too long ago, a couple months ago, who was on. Uh, was it ink wars yeah and she was saying that that show's just straight nonsense
1: it like completely <laughs> scripted and all that
2: yeah and like has very little to do with tattooing or anything at all like yeah and that aspect of it you know you're they do it and they film the tattoo you know they film that happening yeah, and then later on, they just <laughs> chop that all up and make it look like, you know, there's a time limit. And
1: yeah, so there yeah, was no, yeah,
2: There was no time limit. It was just her and a tattoo artist like talking, like the
1: whole t- you know. <laughs> and they they would cut up the good parts and yeah, make it seem like super fast. Man, next thing you're gonna tell me the Apprentice was fake too? Oh my god! <laughs> tell me he wasn't a, the master businessman that we all know he is. Uh it is funny how so like I think most people now get I well I say that after saying thinking about that yeah yeah most people I guess don't realize that reality <laughs> shows are completely fucking fabricated. They're more scripted than scripted television. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh. But uh, like something like that it just like I think people would watch a show just about tattoos you know you could script it out a little bit but it doesn't yeah. have to be all game showy that's the part that i never <laughs> like good lord
1: dude like they're so formulaic <laughs> with those damn reality yeah. shows it's just <laughs> ch- ch- you got well i mean you look at do- documentaries though and a lot of documentaries when they have a bunch of stuff like they have so many hours of fucking footage to get what they yeah, have yeah. in those documentaries i mean i i get why they do it <laughs> <laughs> with your reality shows. <laughs> Otherwise, you're going to be filming these people forever, and then to have to go back through all that footage and edit, it can be a bit of a chore. Whereas you just tell, read, hey, tell this motherfucker to go fuck himself, and then uh, we're going to film a couple shots of you getting a tattoo. We'll edit it up. <laughs> <laughs> there was this drink in this girl's face, and uh, we'll call it a day. We'll wrap hit the craft services <laughs> hmm. it's it's you know very much in the same vein of wrestling that's re- reality show is just basically wrestling oh yeah it's straight up Vince McMahon it was definitely born out of that <laughs> they just re- well i mean i guess too in wrestling it's early days like people thought it was real very same as they did with reality shows <laughs> <clears throat> There's going to be some other That's thing. That's what's war- funny to me to. about
2: it now is that everyone knows mm-hmm. and it's just kind of played into it now. Yeah. And it's, it's still just, it's probably, you know, just as successful, if not bigger, than it ever has been. Yeah. <sighs> and he's killed I don't know how many people to
1: do (laughs) (laughs) it. I wasn't sure. At first, I thought you were talking reality shows, but you're talking Vince McMahon. I got you. Allegedly. (laughs) Dude's pretty powerful. I'd watch out. It is shit, man. It is so shitty how they run that stuff and how the wrestlers are where they considered uh, they're not Yeah, independent contractors. That's right. So they don't get insurance and all that. They have to And you know, you might think when people think wrestlers they think, ooh, like John Cena, like big time wrestlers and stuff, I'm like, Yeah, sure they're I'm sure they're fine.
2: Well, I mean most of them are it, fucking it all started because there was different um, regions, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. So you would you would contract from one to the other. But now there's only one. You know, yeah. I mean <laughs> there's one. <laughs> There's one guy that owns the whole goddamn thing.
1: <laughs> Most of those guys don't make that much money, though. No, I guess women that's, too. That's, There's a lot of women in there yeah. now too, but like, uh,
2: but that's the argument is, <sighs> you know, they're not employees. Yeah. You know, so you don't have to pay them.
1: <laughs> they don't work
2: for me. <laughs> me, yeah.
1: They're just the ones that make me money. Money.
2: Instead, <laughs> the South Park Eagle episode, bastard. the student athlete episode.
1: I did not see that one.
2: Oh my god. Cartman starts the crack baby basketball league and shit. <laughs> so he goes to colleges, to major universities, you know, it's like Ohio State or yeah. whatever. And he's like, "Uh, how do you get your your, your slaves?" is <laughs> like, "Um, uh or what, you know." He's like, "Those are student athletes." And he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, you Student-athletes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right, right, <laughs> student-athletes.
1: <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> I get yes, what you're you know, saying.
2: He's always, he's always like, how do you get your student-athletes to play without any money? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, you know, the guy's like, oh, well, this is the bylaw. And, you know, they explain how they do it. And you're just like, oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I read... Uh, Couple of weeks back, I guess it was uh, about uh, they. Uh, they might be bringing back college football video games. That yeah, EA might be.
2: EA they found a way around
1: back.
2: it. I've been waiting. I mean, to be honest, <laughs> they made a lot of money.
1: I'm yeah, they, they didn't have to pay college right athletes, so <laughs> they made a lot of money.
2: <laughs> well, those games in general just made a lot of yeah,
1: money. Yeah.
2: Probably more than, you know,
1: Madden
2: or EA really doesn't put out a...
1: I really wish that just Madden didn't have game, just the all of the license anymore on fucking the Monopoly yeah. on fucking NFL games. There was so many good NFL games that NFL were games. not Madden.
2: It was definitely not my favorite.
1: Yeah. I loved my uh, 2K games.
2: Yeah, I thought the 2K football was a lot
1: Blitz, better. Blitz was pretty fun too. There was like other like offshoots. Now it's just like, nope, we can only do one. The, it's Highlander and Madden one. Yeah, anything NFL He chopped everybody subscribe. else's head off. Then he drew a circle around it. And they
2: put out <laughs> and has put out really bad versions of all those games too.
1: Yeah, they
2: are just awful.
1: <laughs> all those. But they don't have to be good. NFL you know, 2K games like, are fantastic.
2: I always liked those a lot better than Madden. <clears throat> I just thought they played better, all that stuff.
1: Yeah. I felt dis- distraught. I quit really playing NFL games after that. I tried Madden a little bit. I was like, I can't do it. Can't.
2: But really, they've kind of monopolized everything except NBA.
1: Yeah, which They're- 2K's got. <laughs>
2: yeah. EA still puts out an NBA game, which isn't as good. Um, hockey, they pretty much have a lock on hockey. Which yeah. I always thought mm-hmm. the 2K hockey was better again. I miss the, the Mutant Madden, League games. Reason, just Can't do anything in football. It's got to have this old bastard's name on it.
1: You remember the old uh, Mutant League games on like, the oh, NES yeah. and shit? classic stuff then then we learned that. then we found out that no that was just normal baseball <laughs> thanks <to>
2: Jose Canseco <laughs> <laughs> just like,
1: oh no they're already mutants oh, oh we don't yeah, need yeah, a separate okay, league cool. for that <laughs> ah, Jose Canseco
2: Cardinals buddy speaking of baseball spring training pitchers and catchers yeah, I've reported. Can, Ari- you Can
1: you feel it, Ariando, what, or what's uh, what's the big name they got, Ariando, or what, is that his name? Third,
2: let's go third baseman. Let's call him a third baseman.
1: Third, oh, I thought uh, the pitcher What was the. Third oh, you're pitcher? talking about the pitcher. Yeah. You're,
2: okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know you. I, yeah. Let's call him Jesus. I can't. I don't. Jesus. I
1: don't know. From the, what I've been reading, like they think this is gonna just <laughs> be a t- complete game changer. I haven't been following baseball mean, that closely, so I don't know how good he is. I mean, he's supposed to be really good. I don't. He's
2: supposed to be really good, but I think just in general, we're going to have a really good team. Yeah, we're going to put a lot of runs up, which is something we haven't done in a while. So
1: it's been a minute. We haven't won one <clears> since uh, 2011.
2: <clears throat> 11. Yeah. See 11 you tomorrow 11.
1: night. We never got that 2012. <laughs> when the world that ended. was a
2: heart attack man yes <laughs> i'll never forget that that's still just vivid <laughs> i remember i was in, i was sitting over at uh john hersey's house for yeah that, for that game yep
1: man that 2011 world series well d- before this series like that whole like well, playoff well, I run I was, was fantastic
2: I think, I think i was over there for the game for most of it but i know i was over there for uh game six.
1: Yeah, that was the best game. I mean, game six was... Game seven was, like, the, what was it, the Rangers they were playing?
2: Yeah, Texas.
1: They just, like, they didn't show up. They were like, we can't yeah, beat these guys. Like Totally <laughs>
2: deflated. I mean, they were... They should have won that game six. There were so many... You know, they'd go back on top, and then yeah. St. Louis would be like, nope.
1: I was like, we have David Freeze. Local Two legend.
2: Hours, you know... It, multiple times in those scenarios too. You got yeah. multiple outs, you're down to your last strike, you know, you're fucking...
1: That was like the whole playoffs though for the Cardinals that year. Yeah. It was fucking crazy. Yeah.
2: Oh my god. The magic.
1: Yeah, David Freeze, man. We would never know who David Freeze, like that name would had it not been for that playoff run and that World Series, like we probably would have forgotten David Freeze already. Oh yeah. Other than people that knew him, I think what he grew up in Eureka, I think it was. Something like that, yeah. It local. Well, Eureka, Missouri. So I mean, we, local boy. Probably remember him for that, but he'd probably still be on the team had he not done that well in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> he would have stuck around a little bit longer.
2: Longer. Yeah. They could afford
1: him. <laughs> Just had to do too good. <laughs> uh, that makes me think. Quite a streak, of-
2: though, with the third baseman at that time, because I mean we basically you know we had scott Rowland for a while and then we had yeah. david Freeze. so and now we got another killer third baseman so maybe that's a good sign
1: i just know, thought of listening uh, to bob Euchre talk about being on the cardinals when he played and uh he did not really particularly care about actually playing baseball <laughs> at the <laughs> time he was like drunk and he was like he didn't want to actually go out he was like he wanted to just sit on the bench oh yuker <laughs> so, see that's what david freese should have done and he could have just stayed in st louis <laughs> is Freeze still playing or did he uh Yeah
2: he's I believe he's still playing. Pretty sure. He's gotta be around my age. He's he's been around a little he's bit, but
1: yeah, pretty sure. 4-0. 4-0. Somewhere see. around there. Let's see. I know that uh I think I'm the same age as uh the uh b- b- fucking uh the, the pitcher, uh uh <laughs> bueno? bueno, yeah. Wainwright. Adam Wainwright. I think he's the same age as I am.
2: (laughs) I was putting in David Freeze and I said Wayne, so I put in David Wainwright and I was like, what the fuck? David
1: (laughs) Wainwright. He's their love child.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I spelled it wrong too. I spelled it Freeze as.
1: With the Z? Yeah, it's
2: F R E E S E. Freeze.
1: Freeze. 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 (laughs) Chill, Batman. (laughs)
2: Uh, Dodgers is where he's currently listed. Mm. Playing for the Dodgers.
1: Playing in L.A. He's got a
2: $4.25 million contract.
1: Oof. Well, I guess he's doing all right, money-wise. But, I mean, he could have stayed in St. Louis, you know. Could have been, been a Cardinal had he just not done good.
2: <laughs> he is 37. He was born in Oh, April he's a than I am. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. Because like I was thinking, uh, shit, yeah, I was, because Wainwright like was a rookie in uh oh six. That was getting to because yeah, they won this series that year too, and I yeah, was yeah. thinking, yeah, because twenty eleven, yeah, they, uh yeah, he would be younger than me. Now it's all adding up. <laughs> freeze, freeze <laughs> wasn't on the team yet then. Oh man, I'm looking at this picture of uh. Speaking of freeze, look at this. Picture of uh, Texas, this uh, fucking ceiling fan with icicles all over the fucking ceiling fan. Crazy shit going on down there. Glad I don't live in Texas, man. Fuck. Those windmills are fucking everything up. (laughs) Wouldn't have been for those windmills.
2: (laughs) Uh, He did play for Pittsburgh. That's what I thought. Yeah, he went to the Pirates, then he went to the Dodgers.
1: I mean... They only make up 10% of the uh, power grid in Texas, but, you know, they fucked everything up, those windmills. She never had them. They kill all those birds and everything. It's bad stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> bad stuff.
2: <laughs> hmm. do uh,
1: Fun fact, though, I, I uh... Going to, I guess, try to hopefully fix my car tomorrow. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm going to, I guess, change the spark plugs and hopefully that fixes everything. I th- hoping it's that, not the <clears throat> alternator. Alternator gonna be way more of a pain in the ass.
2: Yeah, could be.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Got to have special tools for that job.
1: Oh, you you better. Like a uh, what's that thing from uh, *Mandalorian* that uh, Nick Nolte is playing? Whatever creature that is, you gotta have one of those. <laughs>
2: those, yeah.
1: Fix you right up, or just get a Jawa. Where's the Jawa will just probably strip it.
2: Yeah, you come back, it'll be on <laughs> like, What
1: the fuck? They'll leave Jawa, Jawa. me. They'll leave me one of the door lights. me yep. <laughs> <like>, <laughs> <Jawa. laughs>
2: Boutini. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, that'd be great just to see a Jawa. I'd be like, all right, my car's stripped. Then.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this fucking Jawa fixed it, but it was only 10 bucks.
1: <laughs> uh. I don't get the impression that Jawas know how to fix anything. I think they just steal <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think shit. That's their whole, they're just scrappers.
2: <laughs> that like eggs.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that's such a great scene. I wonder what they're going to do with uh, Cara Dune now. I guess that character's just gone.
2: Well, I they guess they're going to recast her, but
1: the the internets, the twitters, uh, wants uh, Lucy Lawless, which yeah, she's, quite I mean, she's, she's quite a gotta bit older. Be, she's got to be like sixty. Well, now Well, I
2: mean, or they so, got to so. make sure that it's another you know racist, anti Semitic.
1: But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Lucy Lawless is out. <laughs> out. I don't know if you go on Twitter much, but like she, she got the complete different beliefs of one Kevin Sorbo, the oh. legend from Pool Boy oh. Drowning Out the Fury, who did star in uh, God's Not Dead, <laughs> where he played Blitch. an atheist professor that saw the light and came to God. God, he came on God. Yes, he came all over God, oh, and when right, he saw the light, he was movie. so excited to Kevin realize God Zorbo was real. Comes he, on Jesus. He came all over Jesus. <laughs> it was the Hercules semen.
2: <laughs> oh, there can be only one. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, <laughs> but the uh, him and uh, Lucy Lawless have quite the Twitter <coughs> feud going on. Like, they constantly... Uh, apparently they do not like each other at all. <laughs> no, fun fact. No, that's weird. He claims she
2: since their shows he, were back to back. He
1: he bitches about her because like she stole all of his good all the good writers from Hercules. Claims that she was fucking everybody.
2: <laughs> that's how you do it. Yeah, Kevin.
1: <laughs> uh, Welcome to America. Yeah. I feel like I'd have fun hanging out with Lucy Lawless, though. She seems – maybe yeah. it's because I mean, she's from New Zealand. I'd
2: probably New have a lot more fun hanging out with her than I would Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> I mean, I do
1: love Bullboy, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, once we got done talking about that, though, I feel like yeah, I'd have nothing yeah, to over. talk with Kevin Sorbo about. I'd be like, all right, where's Al from Tool Time? Can right. you, yeah. Where's he at? Where, you where's Al I Borland? Hmm. <laughs> Or at least Tim Allen, can he, uh, does he still have those Coke connections? Can we, uh... <laughs> you're, you're really freaking me out, dude. I don't want to hear about this. Uh... <laughs> they're doing Let's some the show light. together. Oh, yeah? Him and That's, Al Al Borland?
2: Uh, It's like on the I forgot fucking learning channel or some shit, where they're playing their characters, basically.
1: Oh, oh. They're, uh, Tim Allen and uh, the guy that played Al. Like, I forget yeah, his name. Yeah. But <laughs> That's interesting. Whatever Some happened to Jonathan Taylor do Thomas?
2: Do-it-yourself I don't know, cocaine?
1: Is he cocaine? Is he like a serial killer? Is he a prostitute <laughs> now? Or... <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, yeah, I was I mean, thinking the heard youngest one would be a him.
2: prostitute. But...
1: <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard of, if we had a big arrest, you'd think we would hear about it.
2: I mean, where's the fucking Lion King sequel? We'll (laughs) get him out.
1: What does he look like now?
2: Probably not too. That's
1: That's kind of freaky, seeing him as an adult. Not as cute. Not as cute. Wasn't he just...
2: Oh, he was just on, I don't know, last year, year before. He was just on that show that Tim Allen did fucking...
1: Last Man Standing or whatever the fuck it's called. Or I'm getting uh, shows confused. Yeah, I know
2: what you're talking about. but Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, man, is, here's a picture of him. Like, I guess he doesn't look that bad, but his older brother from the show, like he looks pretty <laughs> rough now. <laughs> like they're together.
2: Yeah, he dated his daughter on that show, I believe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's a little weird. Uh, uh Jan- Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I are the same age. Fun fact. There you go. But it 39. Won't be much longer.
2: Where's your hit sitcom? Huh?
1: Uh you don't remember? You don't remember hair? when I did that when I was like 12? Did the whole thing. <laughs> I guess yeah, spotted on the Cosby yeah. show too, but uh that's kind of where things went wrong.
2: It was just like small wonder. It
1: I wasn't. uh I made the mistake of uh <clears throat> waking somebody up that uh, Mr. Cosby was
2: uh No oh, no, you were on a you were on a show where a rich black guy took a poor white kid in. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it was the opposite different strokes and it never panned out. It never panned oh, out. Yeah. They're like no one could believe it. B- believe it. <laughs> way ahead of its time. <laughs> oh, whoa, one of them died? One of the kids from Home Improvement died? I thought the youngest one. Uh, oh, no, I, was, uh, it, I said, which kid on Home Improvement died, and then it was like Earl John Hinman, born October 20th, 1942, and it was like, what? <laughs> and it was like, oh, it was the, the neighbor, and like, I knew he died.
2: <laughs> oh, I knew he died. But yeah, I thought, the youngest uh, one did something weird, died, I don't, gay, I, guess I can't remember. Something not ABC-like.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just wanted to know what JT, JTT is up to these days. Uh...
2: Maybe it was porn. I can't remember. <laughs> not JTT. But yeah. He, he worked for Disney multiple times. He doesn't need porn money. What are you talking
1: yeah, before the last man, last man standing is the deal he did. Uh, Tim Allen was doing that show you were talking about. Yep. I guess he was in four episodes of that. But before that, the last thing he did was in two thousand five, as far as acting is concerned, or anything revolved around that stuff. <laughs> it says for his personal life on his Wikipedia page, this is all it says: Thomas has been a vegetarian for much of his life. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> it says his occupation is actor, comma director, but the last thing, like literally, his filmography ends at like 2005, except for you go to 2013 to 2015 when he did a couple episodes of Last Man Standing. How is that still considered actor? <laughs> I guess. Uh, it talks about his career. Maybe
2: he'll be in. Maybe he'll be in Good Burger.
1: Yeah, maybe. One can hope. Uh, so is Kenan Thompson finally off SNL? No, no, he's still still doing it, but he's got his own still show as well.
2: It. Yeah, he's got his own show. Oh, here Your we go. That, I think it's produced by Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. So.
1: There's a I I may have found an article that will it, tell me what him happened and, to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Him
2: and Don Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> they on that
1: show together. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Don Johnson was like, <laughs> nice, old man Don Johnson. It's been a Johnson. long time since uh Vice, since, uh, Miami Gingo. Vice. Since Jango. Yeah. That's been – fuck, that's been, what, a decade oh. ago? No? Or sure. almost? Uh. Oh, man. It says, Jonathan Taylor Thomas' uh, home improvement exit was far from smooth. I'm not going to read details, Ooh. but, uh... uh <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I guess his mom Uh-oh. may have I had dog. something to do with his exit. Uh, What the fuck does he do now? I don't give a fuck about all that shit there. Let's uh... <laughs> yeah. He's, uh... He's tried his hand at directing, but I guess yeah, that uh, <coughs> he directed a cut on three episodes of Last Man Standing. I guess that was it. And uh, says JTT taking a turn in the director's chair isn't surprising. He first gave fans a clue he had directorial chops back in '96 when he was just 13. He told Premiere magazine that even though Hollywood wants him to be the next Macaulay Culkin. He had dreams of becoming the next
2: Ron Howard. Is that when he just wanted to be king?
1: (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) The Lion King. (laughs) Uh, hmm. Oh, it says Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think this is an old article. But uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas has reportedly been working on a project with these child stars. Dustin Diamond. No. No, it didn't. Say, maybe it says that I didn't read it. Uh, <laughs> he didn't stop at directing. Jonathan Taylor Thomas is It'd also. Be funny if
2: they were all dead, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, whoa, what are you doing, Jason? Gary
1: Coleman, Dustin Diamond. Uh uh He didn't stop at directing. Jonathan Taylor Thomas has also pursued producing and writing. In 2017, he was elected to the SAG-AFTRA National Board, which leads the SAG-AFTRA labor union. But yeah, yeah, blah blah blah. blah. JTT is also reported to be. They keep putting his JTT. Let do just say like Justin. <laughs> this is also reported. Or Jonathan. Sorry. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. How can I forget? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, reported to be working on a project with Home Improvement co star Zachary Ty Bryan and former child star Macaulay Colkin. 2018 interview with Access. Bryan said, We're in talks of collaborating with Macaulay and his Bunny Ears brand. And yeah. but that was like 2018. That I was, guess, uh, yeah, that's uh, Nicole Culkin could be dead by this. Now. Is an old yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he died ten years ago. It's like that sketch with Jim Carrey where he played Terry, uh, uh, uh <laughs> Jimmy Stewart, <laughs> and they had like the uh, uh, who, it was the Joe uh, Pesci show. That's what it was. Yeah, and they it was uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just like uh well, you know, Jimmy, they say you're only as old as you feel. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I, I, <laughs> I died about three years ago. <laughs> Goes into a poem about eating a fish or something like that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's a great little bit. It was his first round of hosting SNL, the, the Mr. Carey, back when Jim Brewer was on there. And, uh, they did the uh, Jimmy Tango's Fat Busters. That was it's good stuff. Jimmy Tango's
0: Fat Busters.
1: All you have to do is uh, put on my patented vibrating my doctor, heating beads. Dr. Cody. And then un- ingest an ungodly amount of crystal meth into your body. <laughs> the, st- the pounds start sh- shedding right off. Uh oh. oh, good stuff, though. You might be saying to yourself, but Jimmy, isn't crystal meth illegal? Of course it is. My doctor, yeah. Dr. Cody, makes it in this shed outside San Bernardino. Uh, that was classic stuff. But I guess we're good here, as we've been going a while. Yeah. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep spouting random nonsense if I think about it. Keep going. <laughs> Doing more Jim Carrey bits, I guess. Badly. Yeah. Badly. But, uh, yeah, you got anything else there? No, I'm good. All right, kitties. Well, as always, that's a kid in a wheelchair, not a trash can.